Uh, hi everyone and welcome to the Polygon Forest. I am Ubisoft concept artist Vin Hill and joined with me as ever is the indie developer Mr. Christopher Jarvis. Hello. Okay, let's do this. So today we are going to be talking about some very, very exciting news because we're huge fans of a game that uh, came out last year and we might be uh, hearing something about a little sequel. Just a little one, maybe? Just a tiny little one. Just a little one. one. Just a little one. But we're also going to be talking about uh, some other stuff which we've heard uh, coming out of EA uh, as well as some other little bits which we might have on either side like we uh, think of anything else. But first, Chris, mm-hmm. what, what have you been playing to? Well, I finished God of War. Okay. Which is great, which we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. And so I've been looking for another game to play. And I downloaded um, Uncharted 4. Mm. Going well, back to the Noidog. Going back to Naughty Dog. I say I downloaded it. I pressed download. <laughs> You're still waiting. And, and what had happened is, uh, was that Call of Duty Warzone was already downloading something. So, mm. and it was a huge, massive expansion of, uh, I think it's of the, the Rambo and the John McClane stuff, the Die Hard stuff. Yeah. So I was just sat there and sat there and sat there and sat there and sat there. So I, then I decided to pick up Mist on the... Um, Oculus Quest 2. Oh, cool. Well, like the, um, the original Mist? Or... Yeah, well, it's well, it's a VR version hmm. of Mist, and it's done in Unreal Engine, but it's by the same people, the original developers, I think. Okay. Yeah. But it's the original game, like the, you know, the 1994 game. God, I haven't played that. that game in years. So is it is it like actually, is it still like f- single frames where you just like skip to frames, or is it all like real-time 3D now? It's all real-time. So you That's move wild. around... And you can pick up the books in the library, That's very um, cool. which is really weird because you can actually take them out of the library and then move and then walk around the island and take them and have a look. So, but the downside is you can't take notes because you're in a headset. Right. So it's weird because that you can't really play the game without writing things down. So yeah, there's, there's a lot head. of written puzzles that you have to constantly be writing notes down and going back to and, mm. and looking through. Yeah, that is interesting. I'm surprised they didn't include sort of like an in-game notebook or something. That would have been cool. But I, th- I think that would have been a great addition, like yeah. be able to go to a menu and then start writing onto like a virtual pad or or at least the clues would show up on on some sort of infantry or I don't know. But... um. But yeah, so I did have to keep going over to my phone and check things as well because it's some of it is hard. And yeah. to be fair to them, they didn't, you know, they didn't they didn't have decades and decades worth of puzzle games to rely on. To that is know. true. They did they did break a lot of new ground when that game yeah. came out. I mean, that so was that was knowing, one of the original big PC games. Yeah. So like the concept of introducing mechanics was foreign at that time, and so when there's a mechanic that's not introduced in a certain way it's really hard but it's difficult to figure that out without trial and error and so but i really enjoyed it and i got to a bit where i've never seen before hmm. and so it's weird because when i played it i must have been like a kid i must have been a really small kid but it's all ingrained in my memory like the nostalgia is just like pours out whenever you see the images and when you hear the sounds yeah it's really visceral and then i've been to a new island like a, it's near the end where i'm in the cog section and this whole sort of island in the sea is rotating and I felt really clever because I'd never been there before and I figured out the puzzles all by myself. Yeah. And I just felt really, really clever. It makes you feel so clever. And I think I'm near the end. I think that's literally, I just need to, I think they're the last few pages and I've not seen the ending. So 
so, so like a new exciting. game to you completely yeah so, no it's yeah. it's it's odd because i think i'm in the same boat as you like when i was a kid like you'd play like the first section over and over again because you could never mm. get like that far because it was it was a game designed for adults probably and like yeah. we're sat there being stupid dumb kids like trying to figure this stuff out like what if i just, just click, click on everything clicking right. everything on the page yeah and it yeah. just like you could never get through that much of it and the same thing happened with a few other games as well like the like when i was a kid i think we've spoken about this before as well but like when i played uh the original tomb raider on the playstation yeah. one like I, there was only so far i could get just purely because i just like we weren't good at games back then sort of yeah. thing like 3d games anyway they were still trying to figure that out um we, sure we were used to everything being on a 2d plane and just like trying to like maneuver lara around the caves to shoot t-rexes and stuff like you could only get like a few levels in and then that was it like you were yeah you're pretty much done but now that i'm older and wiser like going back and playing them games it's a really interesting experience like so yeah knowing where you'd fallen down like i, I remember where i got stuck on tomb raider it was where there was wolves in a cave and there was two wolves coming at you i could kill one wolf but i couldn't kill two i remember this yeah and all I would do is just kept jumping and somersaulting and going back on myself. And I realized that that was not the best way to kill wolves. Right. Yeah. Somersault and shoot, somersault and shoot. Just impress them with your gymnastics skills, you know? Yeah. They weren't impressed. They just, they just decided to jump on me. That makes sense. But yeah, going back and going through that, you feel like powerful. It feels really powerful. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah, though no, yeah. some would say that it's not great games design, but, but they were, you know, pioneers and trailblazing and, the, the tropes weren't it didn't exist so absolutely you, you gotta duff your hat at the uh just the sheer amount of stuff they had to invent for them sort of things yeah. to try and figure them out from scratch like you gotta like I, I sometimes i play back them games and it's like jesus like how the hell did they even come up with this stuff but it's like it's it's you like some of that stuff is just used so often now that we don't we take it for granted you know but they had to they had to come up with that sort of stuff yeah but very cool so that's that's what I've been playing. So that was more out of just frustration for not getting a download for the PlayStation 4 right. Pro. I'm not happy with the download speeds of the PlayStation 4 Pro. Not happy at all. Is it the Pro or is it just like PlayStation servers in general? Like, I'm not too sure. In could Europe, be. anyway. In Europe. Could be. Because I'm not, I'm not yeah. sure where the UK servers are actually, like, located sort of thing. Like, are they off like are they on the mainland of europe sort of thing or have they actually got servers in the uk because that would probably make quite a bit of a difference does it say on the playstation got no, idea. no idea uh that's beyond my expertise wouldn't know right all yeah. i know is it drove me to the oculus so sony if you're listening <laughs> drove me to a competitor and yeah. i had a very enjoyable time um, but what have you been playing, Vin? What have you been up to? Uh, I've not been playing too much this week. Um, I did play one game, which I'll get into in a second, but the reason why I haven't been playing that much is um, the uh, I was complaining about it a few episodes ago, maybe like five episodes ago or something, but my finger, like I thought I'd broken my finger. Mm. Um, I've definitely broken my finger, without a doubt. Um, oh, no. Right, and it's my index finger, which is like the worst thing in the world because you can't really do anything for it other than just wait for it to stop sort of thing. And... It's just like a hairline fracture, which is just just enough to be annoying. Where How did you manage that? I've got no idea. I just woke up one day. I must have done it in my sleep. I must have rolled over onto it or something. And it's just been progressively getting worse over the last few weeks. So I'm really like, and that's like the trigger finger, as it were. So it's kind of hard to, <laughs> you know, to do much of anything. Like it's, You it's, can't do it with the middle one. That just doesn't exactly. feel right, does it? Are yeah. we still talking about video games? Um <laughs> but yeah it's 
So I've been I've been trying to like lay off the. So uh, that's how you yeah, broke it. Okay. Right, there okay. You <laughs> yeah. Just just. There's a joke in there somewhere which I'm not going to go down. I don't want to get this like. Well, that's we, what she said. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, it's I don't want to like overdo it sort of thing. So I've been like trying to lay it off um, from uh, playing too many video games just purely because like I didn't want to overdo it because I have to draw all day like it's the most like i was joking about it to my wife uh the other day but it's like the most bitchy complainy like sort of worst injury i've ever gotten because it's just like the most annoying thing i've ever got it doesn't hurt or anything it's just like when it goes a certain way it like it really it just like it's a sharp pain in my hand I'm like ah motherfucker sort of thing it's just it's right. just it's like it's the worst injury ever just not like because it's painful it's just annoying it comes out of the blue right it's just yeah. really really annoying and but I did, I did try and uh, muscle through a little bit of a game yesterday, and I finally saw that um, PlayStation were having a sale, and they had uh, Demon Souls on sale, uh, which finally yes. came down from, I think it was seventy, like it's seventy dollars, but they uh, they brought it down to uh, fifty, I think it was. It was it's like twenty percent off at the moment or something. You go into the PlayStation store if you're in the US anyway. I'm not sure mm. if it's the same in the UK. Um, but yeah, I thought finally, yeah, okay, it's it's on sale. I'll grab it. Okay. Uh, I'm a fan of Bloodborne. I played Demon Souls years ago, like probably like back on the PlayStation Three when it first came out. Uh, I didn't get very far because it kicked the crap out of me, rightfully so. And right. I never, I never sort of went back to it. Only I think I got to like the second level or something, and I just didn't really get into it. But yep, I thought I'd give it a try now. I just finished the first area. Um, very very dark souls very demon souls very bloodborne you just get your ass kicked every five yeah, minutes all the time yeah. yep lots of ambushes uh, lots of death um very little explanation of anything really like just constantly googling stuff uh, which is sort of annoying but yeah you know that's that's one of my main gripes with demon souls i don't want it to hold my hand or anything i just but it would be nice if it was like you know if you don't do this you're sort of screwed for half of the game like them sort of explanations would be nice um yeah but yeah, uh, very, very standard. Like, if you're into Souls, then you should buy Demon Souls. If you're not into Souls, then you probably should avoid this one. Cause that's, it's it's very part of the course sort of thing. It's it's the game that started the uh, the franchise. And mm. it's... But th- th- it has to be said, like, because this one isn't actually made by uh, From Software. This is made by uh, Bluepoint, which is the same people that did the Shadow of the Colossus remake. Um, oh, okay. So it's 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 been sort of refurbished. It's been touched up. They've yeah. completely redid all the graphics, if, but it feels very much the same still. It still feels very, very much like the original. Um, but the game looks absolutely stunning. Uh, the game running in, in sixty FPS on PlayStation Five, it, it can't give enough credit. There are rumors flying around that it's coming to the PlayStation Four as well. That they are demaking it, I guess, or demastering it. Like that's the only way I can really describe it, I guess. Would demastering? It a, would it be a demaster? I don't know. If you port it to a previous console after the fact. I have no idea what you're doing. I think I've just come up with a new verb. I I like this. We should definitely call it a demaster in the future. Uh, But yeah, they they are officially demastering it for the uh, PlayStation 4, so rumor says. So we'll we'll see if that's true. Um, I'm not really sure what that benefits, especially because the the, uh, PlayStation 5 has now sold almost 10 million units, which is a lot of people have got that console now like, and only more people are going to be able to play Demon's Souls so I, I, I don't understand what would be gained <clears> for making that game back to compatible but it is, they are we'll tricky see. 
they are tricky games. My one of my most popular videos on my Acrylic Pixel YouTube channel yep. is plug. I had to plug, I had to plug. look it up. Yeah. I got a comment the other day, mm. like, oh, thanks, I've been checking this out for ages, I couldn't figure it out. How to use a bow in Dark Souls 2 in less than a minute. <laughs> That's got over a thousand <laughs> views. Of course, yeah. And uh, so, and I made that six years ago on a crappy iMac with a crappy camera and crappy right. lighting. Uh, and that, so that still gets people looking at that. So that just goes to show, like... In the old days, you'd have had a little pamphlet and it would come in the book and it would tell you how to use everything. Right. You'd refer back to the little pamphlet. But they don't make them anymore. So no, they don't. people making YouTube videos. Yeah, I think that because that's, I mean, that's sort of like the, the push and shove about this sort of thing. Like there's this big conversation about like our games shouldn't like hold your hand too much because, you know, it, it gives the player that discoverability and it gives them that sense of achievement that, they, you know, like, oh, I figured out, like I figured out how to use the crossbow. But in reality, like that would be a viable sort of conversation to have if the internet didn't exist. But yeah. nine times out of ten, like Joe Blow is going to go onto your YouTube channel and be like, oh, okay, this is how you used crossbow. Oh, thanks, dude. Like, comment. Mm. Cheers. And then he just goes off and then like goes back. back to the game. So you're yeah. literally pulling people out of the experience to just go and look something up uh, on YouTube instead of, you know, providing some of that stuff. I don't know. I mean, it's like Souls fans would you know call it sacrilegious to put any tutorials on in the game but and i and i agree to that to an extent like i wouldn't ever get i'm not going to get into the uh the whole debate of like should should like souls games have easy modes and stuff like that because ultimately i think it's up to the creators and stuff like how they want to present their game it's like there's no there's no like uh there's no kid-friendly horror movie versions of like director's cuts and stuff for films like why should we do the same for games i guess so it's interesting. It's very That's an interesting take. Right, okay. Cuz we don't I mean if you if like find the scariest horror movie that you've heard of like can you imagine if there was a kiddies cut of the Blair Witch project or something? Like how would you feel about that? It's like no, like just go and watch something else kids sort of thing. I kind of feel like that yeah. with the games as well like if if you're not into souls and you're not like into the challenge of it um mm. just don't play it, man. It's just not that enjoyable. Yeah, if you're just trying to force your way through it, that's a very that's an interesting take. I, I guess you know, obviously the major difference is one, you can just sit there and watch a film, and if True. you accept, if you can get on with it, you can get on with it. If you can't get on with it, you can't. Hmm. But if if you're looking at a game that's difficult to play, you're less likely to play it. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah, and then <clears throat> there's this whole group of gamers that people never mention, which are the ones that complain about. The difficulty uh how difficult the difficulty settings say they are so some like what i find is triple a games normal tends to be more easy than say more niche games where their normal is more hard if you like yeah i know what i mean yeah and so what is easy is very difficult to have a universal language for and so when you get to souls like games um obviously the difficulty is ramped up and that's part of the designed experience which i get that yeah but the only the only the only downside to that is that you turn off a whole bunch of people while turning on a whole other bunch of people that's fair. So it, yeah it's like a double-edged sword i suppose yeah yeah and, um, it's I, there's I, a market I go... for everything so it, i i would like a, an easy i would like an easy mode yeah but call it something like baby mode <laughs> So the fans still 
yeah. get to like have a go at the people that want to play on base mode. That's fair, and it kind of reminds me of like um like the original Doom. I think like Doom the new Doom the, games like that, and it's they just do, like, yeah, yeah, like BJ Blackwoods or whatever the, with like the baby the, dummy and like the the bib and stuff. It's like, oh, you want to play yeah. this game like this, do you? Or like yeah. in, uh, I think it was in Metal Gear Solid uh, Five. I think it was like if you switch that game to easy mode, like you have to wear like a chicken helmet or something. <laughs> and it's just hilarious like it's a really clever way of doing it but yeah i mean the, the only was, yeah. the only thing with souls like with the whole like uh if they put an easy mode in it i think uh, like the whole debate if the game should be made easier for like everyone to be able to enjoy and play and all that sort of stuff is one thing but if you actually made like an easy mode for souls which people have like you can download like mods and stuff on, yeah. on pc versions of the soul like games and you'll find like them games are actually extremely extremely mundane and boring mm. if they are easy or just like mm. playable even like they're very repetitive like you don't really do much other than just swing your sword at stuff and if you've got a load of health or you've got a lot of power or something like the game is quite boring like you can overpower in them games sometimes and when you're going through like older areas it's not mm. that you've learned their moves or anything it's just like you're five times as strong now and you just swing swing and you just loot corpses swing swing yeah. loot more corpses it's just kind of boring you know it's not it's not an enjoyable experience it's and it like the half of the enjoyment of them games and i i sound like one of those people now is like the difficulty it's just because like the challenge of it i guess you have like, to think not, about it change what you yeah. do how you play the game so like the micro decisions well, are not, different. not even that i don't think it's i think it's more to do with like the tension of the game you know like mm. if you're constantly like oh should i like i don't know what's going to be around this corner like oh, okay and it and it's like it's exciting because like you don't know what's going to be around every corner if you just walk around the corner and you get hit and like a tiny slither of your health goes down you don't care like and you'll just yeah. run through every doorway and it'll just change feel... that yeah so, i don't know it's i, I go back and forth uh, yeah. on these things all the time like Creep it's... i remember creeping through like doorways and like prepared to like sprint yeah. through the room to get a bit of distance yeah for sure I reckon. I remember those sort of encounters. So yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just don't think the games would be very enjoyable, like without it, and not be, not in an elitist sort of way. Like, oh, I can finish them, so you should be able to. I just, I just think they would be a very boring game. Like, I just don't think anyone would enjoy them. Like, I'm yeah. not saying I wouldn't enjoy them. I'm saying everyone. I think everyone would like see the game for what it actually is, which is just it's a very standard RPG where you're just running through dungeons. Like, the character controller isn't the greatest in the world. Like, it's kind of boring. Mm -hmm. Like, the story isn't really the anything to write home about. It's non-existent. Just, yeah, yeah, I mean, the art di direction is good on some of the Souls games, like, depending on which one it is. Like, uh, Sekiro and uh, Bloodborne have really really well art directed but i would yeah. i would argue that demon souls and dark souls and uh, the sort of medieval styled ones are kind of boring like they're very bland looking in my opinion but it's just yeah I, I i just don't i don't really see the appeal of like having them games any easier or all any harder for that matter um but yeah to each our own i guess that is a good point um maybe we should maybe start talking about yeah should probably talk about someone else um speaking of japanese new... developers speaking of japanese developers <laughs> well not developers but japanese well, stuff i guess japanese themed games so uh so chris i'm yeah. uh, i'm quite a big fan of ghost of tsushima i don't know about you i am quite a big fan of ghost of tsushima too yes yeah. there is some uh, of my favorite games i'd say um there are some uh, rumors flying around which is exciting exciting rumors yes exciting rumors and the rumors are, is it Ikishima? Ikishima? Ikishima. 
Ghost of Ikishima. So yeah, I mean, there's there's rumors started flying around that um, the developer of Ghost of Shima, which is a uh, Sucker Punch, yeah, there's yeah. Sucker Punch, uh, Sucker Punch are making a uh, standalone uh, spin-off from the Ghost of Shima, and it's going to be called uh, Ghost of uh, Ikishima, which is I'm gonna give like a little bit of history, I guess, and a bit of geography, but like Shishima Island is like pretty much between Japan and China, and when the Mongols invaded. Uh, well, it wasn't China back then, I guess. But when the Mongols invaded, they hit Tsushima Island and then they went to mainland Japan. But between mainland Japan and Tsushima Island, there was an even smaller island called Ikishima. Or just Iki, I guess. Be the island of Iki. And island of Iki, yeah. It's, I think that the island itself is only about half the size of the southern island of uh, Tsushima Island. So, like, if you remember... You've been looking like, at the, Google Maps too. I've been right. looking at Google Maps. Uh, like, I was... Because... Uh, I will, I will, I will prove this right now. I've been reading a Japanese history book, not too, uh, like over the last sort of couple of months. Um, been really enjoying it. Uh, but I was at, I recently just got up to the uh, Tsushima uh, invasion from the uh, Mongols, or like the attempt to invade Japan, I guess, by the Mongols. And they basically hit Tsushima Island, much like they do in the game, with a lot of liberties taken, of course. And then they uh, move from Tsushima Island through Ikishima Island and then um, towards uh, mainland Japan to uh, Fukuoka, which is in the one of the southern islands of Japan. And then they're there for like three days and they get absolutely smashed by a storm and they get pretty much decimated. Like half of the fleet gets killed in a storm. Like it's it's kind of like God was bad listening timing. or something. Bad timing. Yeah. Completely bad timing. Yeah. And, but there's, there is this little island uh, between mainland Japan and Tsushima called uh, Ikishima. And it is prime for this sort of thing when i heard about this i was like yes like this is perfect it sounds good because it sounds like the, the sort of standalone is what do they call it expand alone title expand alone title yeah i like that it's it's kind of like if you've um you've i don't think you've played it yet but people would have heard of um, lost legacy which is uh, the uncharted spin-off which they did yeah. after uncharted 4 they did um a smaller game which i honestly like i would say like that um, size of a game fit Uncharted a lot better because sometimes like the Uncharted games drag out a little bit too long. But yeah. uh, Lost Legacy was a perfect like size, like it was it was like ten hours long. It was it was perfect. Um, so it's going to be that sort of experience apparently. But yeah, yeah, and that is. I mean, the, what I've read is that the reason why they're doing that sort of size is so that they can get it out within a year and a bit, mm. so that it's still within like the first year of on the PS5. Even though I've heard it's rumored to be coming out on the ps4 as well yeah but it's to sort of capitalize on the success of ghost of tsushima because it was a bit of a gamble wasn't it really it was i mean it came out of nowhere uh, pretty much because um sucker punch well not nowhere i guess but sucker punch worked on uh, infamous second son last like that was their previous game to uh, ghost tsushima and it was like mm. oh they're gonna make a, a japanese samurai game it's like yeah of course they are whatever mm. you know who yeah. cares and no one's gonna play that yeah no and, and, just... it, and it came out and it, it was my game of the year last year like i absolutely mm. loved it i thought it was just yeah. the perfect sort of type of game which i needed at that time i guess um just absolutely loved it so i'm i'm, I'm super excited about this i think it's gonna be awesome yeah and it I, it's, it would come out at a time where i could properly get back into that world get back into that lore uh i think it's the fact that the, the the geography of it is in between um, Tsushima and mainland Japan, mm. and so that would suggest that like a third game that's going to be its own full length could be set 
on mainland Japan, which I think could so. be yeah. quite interesting. Because they actually did land in uh, Fukuoka in the, uh, what bay is it called? Is that near Fukushima? Because uh, no. that's near. Um, no, like uh, Fukuoka is um, on like one of the southern islands. Fukushima is on the complete opposite side of the country. Like the, the names mess you up a lot. So I, oh, I understand okay. why. Um, but yeah, it, they actually hit like one of the southern islands. They landed. They they fought for a while, and then they were getting their asses kicked. So they they retreated back to their ships, and they were like, okay, let's like let's get back together and, and figure this out. And then as they did that, that's when the storm came in and swept them away and completely messed them up. It's like literally. Well, they're, they're I know. Right. So that's going to be a pretty boring game, though. So hopefully they'll take some. Well, you say that. Well. I would, and this is the part I wanted to talk about, I guess, because like the history of like Tsushima Island was that the Mongols land on Tsushima, uh, Tsushima Island, took it within like a week. It was like five days or something. It took Tsushima, like completely, like the whole island. Wow. And then they literally just were like, all right, cool, we got this. And then they just moved off onto the next place. And that was it. Like, that was the story of Tsushima. Like, it's, right. it, there's very little else. And look how much they look how much they sort of they elaborate on that, do with, that. with the uh, Tsushima sort of story with Ghost Tsushima. Yeah. So, like, they, they can do they can do a lot. But I, I, would, I would put money on it that the third, what will now be the third game anyway, will be, like, the Ghost of Fukuoka or something like that. It's got to be. Yeah, it's just gotta that'd be, be cool. The, the, one of my concerns is that the size of it. So it is, as you say, it's half the size of the southern island of Tsushima. Yeah. However, I'm guessing that um, Tsushima Island in the game probably wasn't to scale. So maybe there's something they can do with that. Yeah, they could. And play so with maybe them. it can be more closer to one to one scale, which would be really interesting. Um, that is a good point. I never thought of that. Yeah. Um, so that would be interesting to see, and it'd be interesting interesting to see how they deal with the fact that it's just one big blob of an island, and the fact that the geography was such a big part of the game in Ghost of Tsushima. That and a part that I really loved as well. I loved the fact that the islands were separated and you couldn't get to one part, and there was a like a fortress in in the way, and yeah, and how the landscape and the leaves and the greenery and the shrubbery and the wildlife all changed. And the weather as well. And that you can't have any of that stuff with with this little the smaller island. That's fair. I don't think. Yeah, maybe because um, like the I'll I'll read the thing, but it says um the from they got games. hot springs. They well, got sorry. hot springs on the island. They do. Well, they've they got do. hot they've got hot springs everywhere in Japan. Okay. Like spoiler. Like there's they're okay. absolutely everywhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, the the uh, article uh, I'm reading from his uh, Games Radar, but they said new rumor claims that Ghost Shishima developer Sucker Punch Production is preparing a new smaller sequel titled uh, Ghost of Ikishima. Uh, this comes from a Twitter user, um, Xbox era co-founder Shrepshul Nick, I guess, who accurately leaked a few projects in the past. Over a series of tweets and replies, Nick claimed that Ghost of Ikishima is a an an expandalone experience, like you just said. Good job. Expand alone, like that. I've never heard that word, so like yeah. it's a new uh, new piece for my vocab. So uh, yeah, that Ghost Ghost of Ikishima is an is an expand alone type game, roughly the size of Spider Man Miles Morales, aiming at a twenty twenty one release, presumably on the PlayStation Four, and also likely the PS Four as well, uh, PS Four yes. and PS Five. Sorry, if it's going to be twenty twenty one, I'd be surprised if it's. I don't think we're there yet for non PS Four games. I think they're going to at least want all 2021 releases to be I think so platforms. Too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if if God of War is a PlayStation 4 game as well, 
and that's not coming out until next year when mm. I, I i can't understand why there won't be other games before that that uh, won't be on ps4 like the only reason why ratchet isn't on ps4 is purely because it's impossible to do it like the load times yeah. and the ssd to be able to load in the levels like they do because it's a part of the actual game mechanic that game yeah. literally cannot be ported um so yeah. all and be, all the ray tracing like if you didn't have that you have to have something else and it would yeah yeah it'd look bad it'd look really yeah, bad. Look bad yeah, yeah. it just wouldn't look great but yeah I, th- I think this is great news like it's a lot sooner than I thought it was going to be. Like, I, like if they were going to do a standalone game, I thought it would have been maybe a couple of years after to sort of fill in the gap. But, yeah. Um, would you prefer to wait and then get a full-blown game in a couple of years? Or are you excited about this? Why not both? Alone? Why not both? Like, I, no, I'm good with this, honestly. Like, I'm good to get a smaller game and then we get a, a bigger game uh, in a few years' time. Because um, presumably, if the because all the engines done, like the tech is done, um, hmm. they they're just they're basically just making it. Now. Yeah, they're just updating everything. To, like when it comes to the PS5 stuff, they've already had a crack at the PS5 version because they've remastered Ghost Tsushima for the PS5 already. Um, that's already at 60 FPS with I think it's got ray tracing on and stuff. Um, but yeah, hmm. it's they they've already had a crack at the PlayStation 5, so they 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 should be able to hit the ground running. And this is only going to help them do that a little bit more. If the game is a little bit of a shorter, sort of smaller experience, so yeah, it's very. Cool. What I want to see is I want to see another fighting stance. That's what I want. Mm. I want some more like moves. I want some more gadgets. I want maybe a different type of bow, and it's got to be a good story, and it's got to have Jin in it still. I'm not. I don't think Jin's going to be to him. Oh. <gasps> No? no, I think it's going to be a new protagonist, a uh, female protagonist. I'm going to guess. I'll put my yeah. money on it. Yeah, I think uh, we'll take this bet. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be the the thief lady that was like your guide? No, I think it's going to be a whole new character. Honestly, if it's a standalone okay. experience, like very much like you look at Sony's sort of past, what they've done. Hmm. Uh, they did Miles Morales, which is, uh, I guess he was introduced in the original Spider-Man, so it doesn't really count. Hmm. We'll see. But Uncharted as well, like they did uh, Lost Legacy. That was the first time we ever played as... Um... The ladies. Can't remember her name. Jesus, that's no, terrible. No, I can't remember her name. From Mass Effect. Terrible. She's the voice gone. from Miranda? Yeah, so so make sure you shower yeah. so we uh, we know we know what uh, we know what person is actually... Uh, I can't actually remember. Christ, that's terrible. The uh, one with the black hair. Yeah, the one with the black hair. Chloe, yeah, that talk- was it. Chloe, Chloe. I remember now. Yeah, it's all good. In the first game, they talked about her ass a lot, and I was just a bit taken back. Like, whoa, you couldn't say that in a game now. That's true. And they just they just kept talking about her ass. I was like, right, okay. Oh, we do have a. We've got a comment on YouTube, by the way. <gasps> oh my god, our first ever one live right. uh, from uh, Kyle Lee. Hi, Kyle. Um, if Ghost Tsushima becomes a series, do you think it'll deter Ubisoft from making an eventual Assassin's Creed Japan? Oh, I'm not taking this one. I'm not taking it because uh, so I work yeah, at Ubisoft, yeah. so I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take yeah. it. This. This is all you, Chris. What do you think? So yeah, you, even if you did know or have any opinion or don't know and know for sure that you can't, you can't say either way anyway. So it's yeah, I understand why you can't say yes or no or your opinion because it's not a good idea. Maybe I. I think <laughs> that the moment Ghost of Tsushima became successful not the fact that it was released at all but the fact that it just sold like crazy and Mm. was really popular and was nailed uh in story and mechanics um and it was doing something 
that a lot of Ubisoft games haven't done. Um, and the fact that it it was its length as well, and Ubisoft games tend to be a bit bigger. That's fair. That all those things mean that I think that Ubisoft have just got so many more fish to fry that dealing with that environment and knowing that it's just going to be compared to Ghost of Tsushima means that there's just no no reason to do it. Yeah. The reason why I think the reason why Valhalla was successful is because there hadn't been um like Vikingy games in a while, not to that sort of AAA standard. And now that uh, Valhalla's out, there's you know Valheim out, which is doing really well. There are a lot um, of Viking games out. To be fair, a lot of Viking games out now, but um, nothing that in that sort of sphere. So I just think right. that Assassin's Creed have always gone in a direction that is that they've never wanted to compete with a genre. Mm. Um, so they did, you know, Origins in ancient Egypt. There wasn't many ancient Egypt triple-A games. Then mm. they did um, the ancient Greece one. There wasn't many ancient Greece games. Black Flag. At the time, there wasn't a huge amount of piratey games. There was triple-A. That's fair. Um, so, yeah, they're going to just do something different. Yeah, I go back and forth on this all the time. I mean, it, like, I agree with you. Like, they, they look at the success of Ghost of Shima and like, hmm... Yeah, that that could work. That'd be cool. But at the same time, like that ship might have already sailed at this point because Ghost Shishima did so well. It did it so perfectly. Yeah, that it's kind of hard to compete with that. Like you said, like even yeah. if even if they were to do like the RPG styled like Assassin's Creed, like set in Japan sort of thing, like they they have with Valhalla and Origins and um, Christ, what was the other one? Odyssey. Odyssey. I've worked on that game, Chris. I can't even remember the name of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, if, if they went that way, I mean, they might be able to change it enough and make it like big enough sort of thing. They could literally make the whole island of Japan pretty much, probably, because they pretty much did that with England with uh, with Valhalla, yeah. so it's possible, I guess. But They could go down either the Samurai... They, well, not the Samurai. Maybe, like, I think the Samurai Road is closed, but maybe they could go down, like, the ninjury type route and, yeah. like go full on like ninjas or assassins it's not a lot of press that... like ninja though i mean that's the because <laughs> like the the ninja of um of like actual japan like in history like they're a very very small piece of like in one prefecture sort of, sort of thing they weren't like a widely used thing like it was like seen that's as dishonorable i mean look at ghost history is led they, you to believe in. Yeah. history books have written that down and that's what you believed <laughs> really they God were damn, like, pesky facts. ancient sprawling mm -hmm. a group of assassins correct that are well organized indeed and they're trying to kill templars that's sound that sounds plausible but yeah i mean i, I would <laughs> i'd be happy to see more I, I would be happy to see assassin's creed in japan for obvious reasons um yeah but i, I i'm just not sure if that'll ever be the case and if, if they did do it it would have to be different enough from ghost Tsushima because unfortunately ghost Tsushima stole the right stuff from assassin's creed yeah, and they 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 had they went to they went on a field trip with that sort of stuff, and they like they they it was like a barbecue for them. They like cherry picked they cherry the best picked all bits. the good stuff. They sprinkled some special sauce on it, and right, and nailed the story, and 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 that's what you get. Because to be to be, we have to be blunt about this. Like as good as Ghost Shishima is, they did lift and they stole and and took a lot from Assassin's Creed. Like we yeah. have to square with that, and fans have to square with that, and that is the case. And now it's. 
would fans get angry at Assassin's Creed if they switched over Tried to, to a Japan setting? Tried to steal it back and be like, we were the first ones. Is that fair? It. And Because we've seen this dynamic before. We have saw it with um, uh, Tomb Raider. Um, we saw that a lot because like, when the new Tomb Raider trilogy came out, like the, the most recent Tomb Raider games, the uh, the three new ones, um, people were comparing that a lot to Uncharted and saying, oh, yeah. my God, they just want to be Uncharted now. And it's like, it's like really? wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Just wait a minute. You know, they want to be Uncharted. Like what? It's the other way around, She's guys. She's the original. She's right. the original. Uncharted yeah. stole a lot from Tomb Raider, and I mean a lot. Like running yeah. around ruins, picking up artifacts, like talking about history. Hmm, where have I heard this before? Apart from Indiana Jones. Um, yeah. Objectifying women and the first game. Yeah. <laughs> That's All fair. From Tomb That's fair. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, I would be happy to see it, but I'm not sure if it'll ever it'll ever happen because I think, like as Kyle said, um, it might deter people. It might have deterred Ubisoft away at this point, or it might have inspired yeah. them. Uh, remains for me, to be seen. For me, I, that seems like some. If 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 ever there was going to be a video game company that was big and get scared of a genre because of the success of someone else, yeah, it would be those two combinations. It would be Ubisoft and it would be Ghost of Tsushima. I can't think of another another games company that does multi-genre game series yeah um that would um where that that sort of situation would apply yeah i'm just trying to think but no all the other games tend to be like their own genre i guess far cry if you think about that where yeah i mean not want to be it, it remains to be seen if uh, Assassin's Creed will ever go back to being like the normal, like old school action adventure Assassin's Creed as well. Like this mm. whole trilogy of uh, games that they've just done where it's all like RPG set in mythology rather than history. Like that might be like one avenue that they've sort of exhausted by this point. We might be getting yeah. a new different type of Assassin's Creed game for all we know, you know, like I have no idea. Um, I'm not on that team. So it's it's kind of, it'll be interesting to see if they did mix it up again to see what they could do with it, I guess. But yeah, it'd be interesting. We know we're getting the VR experience. There um, is that of Assassin's yeah. Creed, so that's coming. So yeah. that'd be interesting to see how they 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 mix with that and, and flip the formula on its head and mm. see what what comes out. Basically, it's good that they that you they don't know what the right word to use is. <laughs> good that you are uh, you're changing things up then in your yeah, company. Maybe. I, well, it's nothing to do with me. Um, yeah, I'm not on the I'm on the extraction team, which you know people extraction. have their own opinions for that. But yeah, it's we'll see. Like, I, I hope there's an Assassin's Creed Japan. Like, that's my obviously my biggest one from the company more than anything else. And I think people would appreciate it, regardless of how much flack they would get for quote unquote copying from Ghost Tsushima, because yeah, people have wanted it for a while, and I think it would be a nice fit. I think so. Yeah. No. Yeah. So yes, that's. It's all good stuff. Yeah, that would be interesting. Absolutely, but like with with uh, Ikushima, like I th- like going back on that for a moment. Like the whole being like the protagonist. I think it, it should be a new character. I think like Jin should come back for the uh, the sequel. Absolutely, and like Ghost of Fukuoka or whatever. Or maybe it'll just be Ghost of Shima too, because he technically Ghost will of- still be the ghost from Shushima, I guess. Or maybe it'll be called Ghost from Tsushima. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? That would get that would get way too confusing, I guess. But like, yeah, like talking about the history of uh, Ikushima, though, like it's it's kind of like I was talking about the uh, history of Tsushima, like when when the Mongols came through and sort of just decimated the whole island, and like we're off in a few days, uh, well, within a week, I guess. But Ikushima was like way starker, like it was just very brutal, very very quick. Like it was within it's like twenty four hours they took over Ikushima. 
and it did not end well for the uh, the residents of uh, uh, Iki Island. So hmm. I'd be curious to see what they do. It could be a lot darker. That's that's all I can say. But yeah, who knows? Yeah, that'd be quite interesting. I there mean, was a, yeah, there was only like it was fairly dark. There's quite a lot yeah, of it was pretty dark. stuff. But there was only like um, historically anyway, there was only uh, like a hundred samurai on uh, Ikishima versus like the thousands that were on Tsushima. So right. it was a much smaller force. They literally just rode through and just killed everyone sort of thing. They pretty much wiped out that entire sort of them hundred samurai as well. And the, the governor like barricaded himself in the castle and he like entrusted his best samurai in it to take his daughter to mainland Japan so they could warn everyone that like the, the Mongols are coming. And he ended up like a committing uh, suicide like in his castle and stuff like because like the last 30 of his samurai all died sort of thing and he was like mm, okay this isn't this isn't gonna end well so this isn't gonna end well so I might as well do it right. myself so yeah. ikushima was not a good story so we'll see how the how they uh that could make a great game though right you play as the mongol Ooh, and you just no don't do that please don't do that it's a suck punch please don't that'd be terrible just like Ghost last mongol right it would just be like the last of us, like the last of Tsushima or something, part part two. <laughs> the last of Tsushima part two. Don't do it. Just don't no, do you it. Play, second half is you play one of the Mongol dogs. <laughs> Who is called the Mongrel. <gasps> the Mongol Mongrel. The Mongol Mongrel. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm excited about this. I think it's going to be awesome. If it is true, um, I think it's actually a really good fit. Um, as yeah. soon as I heard about it, I was like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Like, it makes total sense. Um, that the fact that Lost Legacy did so well, the fact that Miles Morales is obviously smashing out of the park right now. I like uh, small games. I like. I like small I like, games too. Yep. Yeah, I, I can properly get behind small games. I'm looking forward to, and that's one of the reasons I liked um, even the one to three of um, Uncharted games because yep. to me they were quite small. Compared to a lot of AAA games, I was like, oh, this is a decent-sized game. Yeah, I mean, you're about to find this out, but I think uh, Uncharted 4 is the longest Uncharted. Yeah, it's the longest oh. one. And it get like the last sort of 20% gets a little bit long in the tooth. That's the only oh. thing I will say. It, it's, an, oh. it's a fantastic okay. game. You will enjoy it, I promise you. Like, yeah. it's, very, it's very much Uncharted. Like, it's an action game. It's an adventure. Like, yeah. it's, it's really, really fun. But it gets, like, to that last 20%, and you kind of, like... All right, it's time to it's time to wrap this up, sort of thing, okay. and it, it gets a little gets a little like that. So be forewarned about that. But past that, it's it's a great game. But I think like this this sort of thing is yeah, we'll see. So uh, are you as excited about the rumored Dead Space uh, revival? Yeah, yeah speaking of this, uh, I am nervous about this. If I'm honest, um, we'll mm. see. But what do you think about it? What, what you? I. I think that, yeah, a reboot or reimagining is probably the way to go because sequel just doesn't sound plausible for the game. Like, just as a logistical, this guy is, what, stuck on another spaceship alone again? <laughs> like, he wouldn't ever go anywhere ever again mm. alone or go on another spaceship ever, I would imagine. After yeah, I quit. Through first. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, no, I'm just retiring. I'm done. That's it, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. He'd have got a massive payout and, uh, you know, be just living it up on a beach somewhere, probably. Yeah. So, yeah, to reimagine it and restart it um, is probably the best way to go. Uh, it's EA that's doing it. 
So let's just hope there's no micro transactions. Yeah. And let's hope there's no pay to win. And let's hope they don't botch a crappy multiplayer. Um, yes. So there's lots that can go wrong. Yeah. But EA are massive, so there's lots that could go right because they're huge. It's just true. Did so, you did you play the original um, trilogy or any of the Dead Space games? I watched a lot of it. Right, you never played them. But I haven't played it, no. Right. <laughs> and I used to speak to Sam at uni and he used to love it and he used to go on about it. And um, I've watched videos and stuff about how they... I like I do deep dive videos. Like I'll, I'll watch a video about the creators about talking about a specific scene and how one of the scenes nearly broke the game and right up until the last week before before they had to ship it this was a game-breaking bug and then they fixed it at the last minute and it, it barely held together. It's like taped together game. Yeah. Um, and the, the sort of stuff they're doing was groundbreaking, like the camera work with the third person. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, in a small, tight, confined space. Um, and it feels uh, usable and playable. All really cool stuff. So I know a lot about it, but I've not actually played it myself. Yeah, I mean, I played through Dead Space 1 multiple times, um, uh, maxed it out, like, achievements-wise on the Xbox 360 back in the day, uh, played yeah. the hell out of Dead Space 2, didn't max that one out, and then I only got halfway through Dead Space 3, um, it was definitely the weakest of the bunch, uh, Yeah, a lot of weird multiplayer stuff they tried to shoehorn in, it's sort of like the vibe of it was just very weird, because... You were with someone else who was talking to you and stuff like that, and it was like much of what Dead Space is is about the the fear of being the tension alone. of being alone. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. constantly like you you don't know what's going to come around the corner. It's just like this thing with knives for hands like running at you, you're like Jesus Christ, and you're trying to cut its arms off and like trying to get out of the habit of shooting it in the head and stuff because like that was one of the most innovative things about that game. Um, mm. Yeah, I just I absolutely loved the first two games. Like I thought they were just stellar games. Um, if they were going to reintroduce Dead Space in any shape or form, it would either have to be either one, like in the same way what they've done with the Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition. Like I would like to see some remasters of some games. Like they, I was going to say, I'm surprised they just didn't do a remaster first. Yeah, because you can play like they're on um, all three games are currently on Game Pass right now, and you right. can play them, and they still hold up great. Like I was playing Dead Space One not too long ago, actually. Um, still a great game still yeah. just as tense as it was um a little bit rough around the edges but like totally playable like i mm. really really like them games that's a really old game as well so that's pretty cool yeah really old i mean it's about what 2000 god knows was it 16 it's gonna be a while i'm gonna look i am actually gonna look this up because i'm yeah. super curious but yeah and again the genre defining like there was never any for that time, there was never any sort of space-themed horror, horror thriller mm. game. Uh, twenty eleven, um, it came out. Oh, okay, twenty eleven. Uh, the first one. Wow. So a bit, okay. bit later than I thought, actually. Um, but oh wait, no, that's wrong. Two thousand. Um, no, that's still wrong. Christ, give me the right number, people. Hmm. I've got to think back. To me, time doesn't make any sense, but I know that twenty twelve is when I graduated. Two thousand eight. Uni. So I can think from then. It wasn't 2011. <laughs> it was 2008 the original Dead Space came 2008. out. 2008. So, there it is. Which makes sense, actually. That's, okay. that's kind of right time. So it would have come out like while we were in university. Well, no, I was in university. Just before. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because yeah, I started in tw- 2007 and I quit halfway through and then I returned and then I joined you um, when I restarted my second year. So yeah, it yes. would have been it would have been in that pocket between them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would love to see a new Dead Space game if they did a. True I wouldn't to like form. to see. I wouldn't like to see a sequel. I would like to see a reimagining. I would like to see yeah. something completely different. Um, kind of like Aliens Universe, where mm. you know the, the 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 aliens kind of exist. I mean, Alien the film, like you know, right. you've got different films. That universe exists, and you can have different stories. Yeah, with I those creatures. Um, but I still want it to be spaceship, person alone, against the odds, survive, do a thing. That's the premise. And mess up some some yeah. monsters. That'd be fun. The thing is, we've got like we've had since that game came out, we've had years and years and years and years of really cool indie games that are properly nailing horror mm-hmm. like horror theme has come on so much in the last sort of 10 years yeah um that we have now some really cool like tropes and tricks and things that i think that are like a horror-y survival game could really knock it out of the park yeah I agree. would they make it roguelike like... god don't please don't just don't don't because i'm don't just thinking just returnal. Don't no just I'm don't do it. Returnal. no just don't do it no i think that's probably a good idea yeah just don't do it Keep it, it would be like although it's as ballsy as like god of war changes from the re you know the re- that was kind of like a reboot even though it's the story does kind of mm-hmm. follow on yeah it's so different to the other games that maybe there could be that much of a kick up the ass like a genre change yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that because we've still got the originals. Like they, they still exist. So you could yeah. definitely, you could totally play around with that sort of stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them to try stuff out anyway. Um, but just not roguelite. No, God, no. Just don't do that, please. I mean, I'm good with like Metroidvania sort of mechanics, like um, Control. Like, uh, don't know if you played that one. Yeah, but Remedies I love Control. That game. So it's like sort of, it is an open area. Like a hub, you can with go anywhere. Branching, yeah, but you need certain abilities to unlock certain locations or shortcuts and things like that, and you slowly like creep through, and you got to figure out your way. Um, very yeah. much like uh, old school Metroidvania games. So, like, I played a Blasphemous yeah. not too long ago, um, which is like a two D sort of Souls like Metroidvania. An amazing game. Everyone should check that out. Um, but yeah, I would, I would love to see like Remedies Control sort of style thing within a Dead Space game. That would be really interesting. That'd be that'd mm. be super cool. I'd be all right with that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And that kind of lends into the whole spaceship kind of vibe, where you've mm-hmm. got like branching bits, like decks and things, and you've got alien stuff getting in your way. Yeah, it all kind of ties in. Yeah, it does. But yeah, so this yeah, uh, this whole report came from uh, Jeff Grubb of uh, Gamesbeat, as as most things do these days, because he. He knows all when it comes to like game leaks and stuff. What's in the what's in the pipe? Uh, but he was he was pretty cryptic about his um, messaging because he does something called the game mess. I don't know if you ever watched this, but he, like once or twice a week, especially around E3 anyway during the summer, he does mm. a stream where he basically talks about all the stuff that's probably going to be revealed, stuff that isn't going to be revealed. Like he's he, he more talks about stuff which isn't going to be at certain events and, and things like that, but. He likes to give hints. He's still quite restrictive when it comes to stuff that he does know because he knows a hell of a lot more than he actually says because he doesn't want to spoil everything. He's a good right. sport about it, I guess. But this one, he was a bit he was a bit overly um, obvious, I guess. Um, but he said, uh, uh, who commented on a video stream on Friday and unannounced title previously discussed would be shown. 
publicly for the first time at the July 22nd event, which is EA's um, E3 event, I guess, like E3, but not E3 event, which is yeah. like later on. Uh, Grubb previously stated that EA Motor <clears throat> Studio would be working on a quote-unquote established IP revival. Um, he says, I think you'll be happy, he said on Tuesday. And he also teased, we're going to see it. If we're not, we'll be dead first. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's got to be dead space. Yeah, that's kind of, that's yeah, it can't be anything else. Can't really think anything else. And, uh, yeah, I think everyone else, like, sort of assumed yeah. that as well. And he's not corrected anyone. No. no. No, yeah. So, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I'll be happy with that. Yeah. Could be worse. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm not liking the whole... Because E3 coming out with something later in the year. We've still got Sony that haven't announced when they're going to be doing their... I think uh, we assume that Sony are going to be next month. You know. Yeah, it's not enough time to plan things. No, and... it's not. It's sort of annoying. It's not good. No, I, yeah. I wish I wish they would just announce the stuff early or figure it out or just just go in June with everyone else, people. Like, just keep this stuff tight. Yeah. Like, keep it together. I just don't understand why... Yeah, I, I will never understand why they like want to go outside of the month. I just I, I just don't get it. Like I don't I don't know what is to be achieved. I don't know what is to be gained from it. You know, who knows? Maybe some marketing people that are like lagging behind. We need some more saying, time to make this, this trailer. <sighs> just trying to be different, just for diff- for different sake, you know. Like, yeah, that's fair. That could be a thing. Everyone's going in June. Let's go in July. Just shake shake it up a bit. Yeah, I mean, other than that, like, there's not much else that's uh, really happened this week. It's been quite a slow week. Uh, been a lot of uh, news reviews, uh, game reviews, I guess. Like, there's games are starting to trickle out now. Um, we've had uh, reviews for Scarlet Nexus, which seem to be uh, reviewed pretty well. Um, I know you're not into Japanese RPGs, though, so that's sort of probably, like, straight up the top yeah. of your head, which uh, it is what it is. But there is... <laughs> There is also uh, Mario Golf Super Rush is been released. Um, I've heard there was a cool meme where it was Mr. Krabs uh, from SpongeBob and he was playing golf and then he just suddenly goes, <laughs> wait a minute, I don't even like golf. Accurate. And it's like, that's the review of the Mario Golf game. Accurate. Yeah. Like, I bought it because it was a Mario game, but wait a minute, it's just still a golf game. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's doing very subpar. No pun intended there. Oh. No pun intended, I promise. Um, it's doing very subpar. It's, uh, I think it's at 75 right now on Metacritic. Which oh, Not a hole in one. No. <laughs> oh. you're, so, you're so funny. Um, Scarlet Nexus is at um, an 80, so it's it's set in the average um, pocket. But yeah. Like Ratchet kind of... and Clank's been uh, reviewed well. Oh, very well. It? I know it's been out for a while now. Yeah, it's got nines. Really well. uh, I think that's at like... Um, 89 or something 90 or something so it's, it's doing pretty well are you gonna pick that up one Absolutely. day or? yeah yeah i'll pick that yeah. up um i'm gonna get through demon souls first and then i'll probably pick up ratchet after that um but yeah i'm excited to get around to it actually i think it's i think it's gonna be a good one everyone's talking about it everyone's really enjoying it um looks beautiful so i'm really happy about that one and have you been working on your character controller because i know you're you're working on a no, I've been I've been doing a lot of content about this week uh, over the last couple of weeks. Anyway, um, I've been trying to get back into the rhythm and learning some new tools. Like I'm trying to like I'm I'm learning how to use Blender and, and mix that in with my concept art at the moment. So I've been like, but 
this is what happens like i get i get sucked into something like work-wise and then everything else just gets like blown up away i just don't care about anything yeah. sort of thing and it's it's a really bad habit because i'll be in the thick of something to be working on and i just like my character control like i really want to get back to that um but i just have not i've not got back around to it yet how about you like i saw that you were making some progress on your game like what's what's the deal with that so yeah, I I really ground to a halt. I ran out of um, ideas for my levels. I wanted to have around a hundred levels because mm. I thought that was a good um, chunk of time to play a game. Kind of comparing myself in terms of time and two D puzzle to Thomas was alone, and I thought that was a good mm. yeah. sort of milestone. And I just totally ran out of ideas um, to the point where I thought, I know, let's reuse maps. I think I might wait. This sounds like last week. Did I tell you this last week? That I just use maps of like GTA and then no, just put so. them in 2D. So I got like a map of GTA 3 and just put circles around the outside edges of the of the uh, islands. Interesting. And I just had that as a level. Okay. And it just is crap. Doesn't work doesn't at work. all. Hmm. No, I just and I got like uh, the field from Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time and then just went around the outside of that with circles as like the walls and um, yeah, doesn't work. It's terrible. <laughs> Don't use maps as level design for your 2D platformer game, is what I found. So Makes I sense. kind of, I was a bit stuck and I was kind of searching for something to do. And then I kind of had a bit of an epiphany and I just took things back to basic and I've actually redone like 99% of my levels, yeah. just redone them from scratch. And I've got a process in place now and I've got a system and I've almost redone all of my levels already. And I know where I need to go for the rest. Yeah. So it was kind of like a step backwards because all those levels that I have done have just out of the window because they're just useless. But I needed to go through that to know what wasn't working and, and then, to, it, you know, it was a bit of a Yeah, I mean, there's the, old, um, there's the old expression that came from uh, Thomas Edison, I think it was. Um, they asked, I think it was Edison, like the guy who invented the light bulb. Anyway, yeah. but they asked him, like, um, it's like you... Like, how did you feel? You said that you like you made like fifty thousand light bulbs that didn't work. Like, how did you feel about that sort of thing? And he was like, I, "I like, how did you feel about failing?" And he said, "I didn't fail. I just figured out how to not make a light bulb fifty thousand times, and then I did. Like, and because of the failure, like he was able to like figure out the the success to it sort out of thing. at the end. It wasn't yeah. like he failed a lot. It's like every single thing that he did. Like, it's it's a stepping stone to learn." And I, like I, I try to remember that whenever I'm working on anything. Like if I, like whenever I work on a concept that just fails, like it just does not work for whatever reason. Like like I stand back and I look at it and I'm like, wow, this is terrible. Like no one's no one's gonna like this. And then I upload yeah. it. And, like it gets no likes. I'm like, yeah, never saw that one coming. Sort of thing. It, it <laughs> happens. And when it does, like I sort of take a step back and I'm like, okay, why did it fail? It failed because mm. of X, Y, and Z. It failed because I didn't work on the composition early enough. I didn't, I didn't fix that thing with it early enough in the concept. So then it just like it sort of plagued everything else out. So you just got to learn from these things, basically. So because there was that picture you put up and you said, "Oh, the composition's all off," and I was looking at it and I was <laughs> like, "Like what? Where is it? Where is it off? Where is it off? Where is it off?" And I was looking at it for a good minute and I was like. You know something I don't know, right? But yeah. No, well, <laughs> I do me. this thing like um, when it comes to concept art because if I post it in certain places, it'll just get like it'll get inflated with good good vibes, um, which is a bad thing almost. Like if I post it to on Instagram or DeviantArt or something like like something like that, um, it'll just get likes and people will be commenting like, "Oh, this is great, this is awesome, whatever." 
and it's not really a good gauge to find if the concept is good or not like i'll but what, what i have found if, if i put it onto artstation and i upload it there because artstation likes are super low compared to what you can get on other platforms um, okay if it if it doesn't get more than 100 likes on artstation i know it isn't a good concept and that's sort of like the good gauge which i get and the one oh. that I was complaining about with the bad composition i think i got like 50 likes or something i was like yep there it is and it's just right. because they're all like professional artists on there and they're all working in industry and they sort of know like when they see good stuff they'll they'll like it and yeah. when they don't see good stuff they'll just yeah. they'll ignore it and carry on going like there's no downvote or anything it's not a bad thing it's just yeah but yeah. It, it helps me like understand like okay what is wrong with this one because sometimes i'll post something like this is awesome this is going to do so well and then i upload it and then it's like 30 likes i'm like why <laughs> like i don't understand and then i'll figure it out and i'll be critical about it and i'll work it out and i'll be like okay it's probably because of like these problems here and then i'll i'll sort of learn from them but yeah yeah and that's where the, the you have this other thing where you then post up things that are years old and because it's is it just because it's old or is it because you've learned two years worth of stuff since then that you think your two-year-old work is no good or is that just typical artist stuff like, it's a bit both. Oh, I think it's definitely it's old, so it must be crap. Yeah, I mean, I'm because the concept which I'm working on right now, um, I'm sort of. It's actually a remake because I've got this one concept which I remake over and over again, and uh, this will be the fourth time I've remade it. I first made it in 2007, which was when I was first applying to uni, and then I did another one in in 2012, was when I was graduating. So you would have actually seen the 2012 one, and then I remade it again in 2015. And now I'm remaking it in 2021, and it's it's, it's a cliff image, right? The cliff it's, one. it's like the, it's basically just a, a person stood on like the edge of a cliff, like as they're walking down like the the steps, like these ruined steps sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like to remake this image just purely so I can take a step back and be like, okay, how much have I, like have I actually improved here? Because like it's kind of striking, like you don't really think about it while you look at the individual individual images, but when you put them next yeah. to each other, you like you realize like, holy crap. Like I've drawn a lot over the past ten years to like get like to improve this much. I'm not like I'm nowhere near where I want to be yet. Like I'm not. I wouldn't even consider myself like a, a good concept artist in our studio whatsoever. But it's just it's it's interesting to take a step back and look at that stuff and just be like, okay, there's there's definitely a journey there. So that's a good. You know, like I'm getting yeah. better. So that's like I'm heading in one direction, whether it's good or bad. So we'll see. But yeah, no, yeah. uh, that's a really interesting take. Um, because I, I still look at your old uni stuff, and I still think that that's impressive. Yeah, I can see that you've. I can see that your. To me, it just seems like your style changes. Through yeah, my style has changed a lot. Absolutely. Rather than I would say like. Yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think it's binary. To me. Yeah. No, I know it's not. I, I'm not saying it's like okay, that one is bad and this one is now good. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's like that. I think they are. But they... what I mean is, I don't think there's like uh, less good more improving mm. i don't think it's i don't think it's a, a scale maybe not binary is the wrong word yeah i don't think it's on a scale yeah i, I, I know it's different saying. yeah it's like i love all my kids the same <laughs> yeah like, but I, mean, I, I have this i have this problem where like when i show my because i showed like all like three images on like the fourth image which was like a uh, like a work in progress version i showed my wife and she was just saying like well they're all different aren't they they're not like they're not the same style or whatever. And I was like, no, God damn it. This one's better and they're worse. Because <laughs> like, to... that's the new one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's she should just... have just asked, which one's the new one? Oh, yeah, that's the best one. God, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Picked her up and thrown her out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but I know she means well, and I understand where she's coming from. Like they are very different styles. Like my f- mm. the first one I ever did was um, like a pencil drawing. Like the second one was like my first year of using a Wacom tablet, and it's all like silhouettes. And then the third one's like properly painted, and then the new one is like really sort of matte painterly, and it's all like almost looks like key art. Like it's really high end sort of detail and stuff. Like I'm using a lot of photos yeah. and three D and stuff like that. I'm trying to make it look as like as clean as possible sort of thing so they're all very different but there is definitely yeah. a, there's a journey there which i like to see at least because you never because yeah. you forget when it's all different types of landscapes and different characters and stuff and you're trying to compare these things which okay this picture of an apple is completely different to this picture of an orange is that because i got better or worse or what like you don't know until like you actually just remake an image and yeah it's always a good sort of test of time to show this sort of stuff but i'm excited to finish it off and sort of like take a step back and be like okay I need to probably change this bit and do that bit. And then in five years time, I'll remake it and make it even better. So it is. And the interesting thing, another interesting thing is like, what is the utility for measuring, like, uh, improving? So like Hmm. what tells the, what communicates the thing you're trying to communicate the most? Like, is it, here's a guy on a cliff. Is it, this is what the geometry is going to look like for this game. Is it, um, here's how space is going to be shown in the game or, you know, for, for one image that a concept artist draws, there yeah. could be so many different things that people could I mean, this the is, image for. This is the hard part of practicing concept art because without an art director, you're basically, you're trying to solve a problem that doesn't exist. Does that make sense? Um, you're basically trying to come up with ideas for something that someone hasn't asked for so as a concept artist, it's really hard to sort of gauge like the practice of that because like, okay, what if the art director would like the cliff to be this tall or this thin or this color or what? It's like you don't know. Like at the end of the day, you just got to take a step back and go with your gut feeling of it looks better, you know? Like and it's hmm. just, it's it's like 99% taste sort of thing, which is, it's a part of the job, I guess. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. concept art is difficult to practice sort of thing. Like you can practice illustration and rendering and like drawing and stuff like that. And you can get really good at that sort of stuff. But the actual act of being a concept artist to actually help an art director to sort of communicate an idea to another department, like it's, it's kind of hard to practice that without an art director. Be, yeah, that must be a weird muscle to kind of try and flex. Yeah, and... it's very, it's very strange. Like the only way you can really like um, exercise that muscle, as you put it, is to just get it out of sheer experience and like when you break into a studio or something and you're just doing that stuff over and over again like that's how you practice that sort of stuff and it's 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 less about the actual the actual doing of the concept art and making it look better and more about Mm. like okay how can i extract certain pieces of information out of the art director so i really know what they want yeah it's more about that side of it because that actually like helps you improve like way more than what you could do just sat there practicing for 10 hours a day so it's it's a, it's a very yeah. weird it's a very weird business and of course sometimes you can get the note this is too good make it more shit Th- that did happen on uh, south park correct yeah that was good times yeah so yeah you can't win really you can't no as long as the art director's happy at the end of the day that's all it, yes that's all it really matters you know oh well but uh you ready to wrap it up is that good yeah we can wrap up yeah yeah 
Cool. So uh, thank you very much, everyone, for joining us uh, on this week's episode of the Polygon Forest. If you do uh, want to continue to listen to us, then you can uh, check us out on all your favorite podcast services. Uh, just search for the Polygon Forest. You will find us uh, floating around on all those sort of things. We are on Anchor, so we're on Spotify and iTunes or Google Podcasts or whatever. Like You will yeah. you will find us. We all have these on the us. internet, as yeah. it were. Um, but... Yeah. Um, if you want to, yeah, please, on please subscribe. If you haven't already, uh, leave a comment afterwards as well. Thank you for the live comment from Kyle. So that was really good. Yeah, very cool. Um, and we can, yeah, because we like watching, looking at looking at the comments and seeing your your people's opinions on on what we've said. Absolutely. And uh, other than that, where else can we find you, Vin? Uh, yep, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Hillfort Games. Um, I post some of my concept art. I'm actually going to be posting up a work in progress of the concept piece, which I was just talking about a minute ago. Um, I'll be posting that online at some point today. So if you are interested in that, then come give me a follow. But you can also find me on ArtStation, uh, at Vin Hill Art on there. Um, give me a follow and a like, and I will follow you back because I like seeing awesome art. How about you, Chris? Where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter is when I'm posting up most of my progress for uh, the little indie game I'm working on. Sweet. And that's Acrylic Pixel. And I've also got a YouTube channel, Acrylic Pixel, which I, is, I haven't done any videos in a while, but I need to do it soon. <laughs> Get on it, Chris. Jesus. I'll get on it. It's almost Let's like you're running a podcast on the side or something. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank almost. you very much for, uh, for joining us, everyone. Please, as we said before, give us a like and subscribe and uh, share with a friend and we will catch you in the next episode. Until then, ta-ta.